All right. Hey, guys. You already know what time it is. It's Thursday, and we're back with the crazy and the weird with Noadia. And on today's very special episode, we have situationships, relationships, and heartbreak. Um, child, I have... <laughs> I have a, not a unique perspective, but a perspective that I think a lot of people share, maybe. And I don't know. I'm going to say some things that are going to get people mad, maybe. I don't know. But this is just my opinion. Uh, Obviously, it doesn't mean that my opinion is correct. It's just necessarily how I would treat my life in situations and stuff like that. But let me quit rambling and let's get right into the rest of this episode. Alright guys, so like I said, this episode is going to be about situationships, relationships, and heartbreak, and I've had all three of those, <laughs> my fair share I will say. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, a uh, situationship is basically a relationship without the title. That is the simplest, wow, simplest way that I can explain it without, you know, getting into all the details, but I am going to get into all the details, but that is the 30 second elevator pitch, uh, speech as to what a situationship is. Now, um, I've had one real boyfriend and I would say two situationships and a lot of heartbreak. So we'll start by talking off. Uh, we'll start by talking about the one relationship I had. Um, this guy that I worked with my senior year in high school. The way that we met, actually, uh, obviously we were working, but like I would, I talk to everyone at work. Basically, I'm friendly. You know, I, I want to make my job more of a pleasurable experience. So I talk to everyone, um, but me and him didn't really like get close until. So I started working at my first job, I would say September of my senior year. I didn't really like start talking to this guy until like January of my senior year. And um, I also always wanted to have a date to prom. So it was around, you know, January and then February, that following February, I asked him if he would come to prom with me. And he was like, yeah, because at his school, he didn't have a prom, like the type of school that he was going to. He was like, it'll be fun. And I was like, we're just going as friends. Like, you know, I just want like a date for the photos and stuff and like for the stories. And so obviously I was excited. But like towards the end of no, um, no, towards the end of February, um, I started getting closer with him. Like we had went to the fair together with one of our other coworkers in January. And she like... She could sense that there was something going on between us, but like you know, like I started liking him more. Like we were, ta- we would talk. Like we exchanged phone numbers, so like now we're talking like often and stuff. And like we goof around at work. Like we were both Haitian. Like he's like I think he was like a year older than me or two years. I don't remember, but like he's not from here. He was from. Um, New Jersey, I believe. Yeah, he was from New Jersey. So I was like, oh my God, not a Florida boy. So like, you know, we were just clicking. We were just vibing. And um, he was hinting like that, like he wanted to date me. And um, my coworkers and my manager, actually, they were all instigating. They'll be like, oh, where's your girlfriend? And he'd be like, she's in the back. Because we would like work together as cashiers in the back. We worked at McDonald's. That was my first job. Um... <laughs> it's so embarrassing thinking about this now. It's such a schoolgirl thing. Um, but yeah, so 
it was like two weeks or the week before my birthday I told him like you can ask me to be your girlfriend but you have to wait because I had like this deal with my parents that I wouldn't date until I was 18 did I wait until I was 18 to date no obviously I have been involved with people before but they weren't like official relationships so uh, yeah I just told him wait until I turn 18 then you can ask me to be your girlfriend and we'll be all set from there so dude asked me to be his girlfriend um literally the midnight after my birthday just ended because I went to his place so I went to Miami for my birthday if you guys watch my YouTube videos you saw that vlog um and then you'll see we were driving home me and my best friend and then it cuts to a clip when I was in my bedroom that was at like one o'clock I drove to his house at like 10 no at like 11 something and we were just hanging out you know like because we were talking like talking like we were in the talking stage this is back when I still did the talking stage we were in the talking stage like the week before my birthday and leading up to my birthday so like we were flirting we were kissing and stuff I think yeah I remember our first kiss that shit was (laughs) but anyways I'm getting off traffic um yeah, so he asked me to be his girlfriend um, literally the midnight after my birthday ended, and then from there we were dating from March until June. So it wasn't long, but you know, um, it was a relationship, <laughs> and it was my first real one, but it wasn't my first experience with a guy, so this is not like my first rodeo. Um, so basically that was all good and fun until the week before I leave to go to UCF for summer term in 2019 he breaks up with me and the funny thing is we were having problems or whatever and like I could tell the vibe was off and I was literally that that day like five minutes before not even like 10 seconds before I was just speaking to my cousin like oh maybe I should just break up with him you know because like I wouldn't I wanted to do long distance and he said that long distance was fine because he was gonna stay here after graduation and I was gonna go to Orlando he was like oh Orlando's a two-hour drive like it's nothing and I was like okay if you say so like you know I believed him because like why wouldn't I have and um basically what ended up happening is he like literally 30 seconds later uh we were arguing we weren't like really in a good place that day so 30 seconds later he was like I think we should break up over text when I tell you I screamed because it was such a like a funny thing like literally I was just about to do it and he did it and at the moment it wasn't like a relief it was kind of like painful or whatever and then literally so I think that was like Tuesday or Monday that that happened my uncle died later that week so there was just a lot going on and I was like okay this this is so nice like whatever and I was literally leaving for college and I was like this could not have happened at like a worse time and so I'm like all depressed or whatever but my mom was like involved with me in like moving away and going to college and I think she got like an email about like moving in early she was like go do this application and so I she's like I know that you're she could sense I was upset as well because like my mom knew that we were dating but I didn't explicitly tell her she kind of just like picked it up because obviously he was my prom date and I was just like sat in my bed like I, I didn't I was barely eating you know t- typical stuff of a break a high school breakup you know you know whatever 
So she was like, basically, she didn't say this, but I always interpret it as, I know you're upset right now, and I know there's a lot going on, you know, with you having your breakup and your uncle dying, but please go through this application. You're leaving for college soon. Like, you need to get back on your grind. So basically, if it wasn't for my mom, I probably would not have gotten over the breakup as quickly as I did. Um, But yeah, so basically, I left. I went to college. And funny thing is, like, my roommate also was going through a breakup because her and her boyfriend from high school and they dated a lot longer than me and my boyfriend broke up and then one of my other friends she had a boyfriend that she was dating junior to senior year they broke up before they left for college I feel like this is a trend I feel like if it's either you guys go to college together after high school or after high school everyone just breaks up because it's either you are going to the same college but you're not you don't want to go together and you're not feeling it or it's you're going to two different colleges or one is staying in the hometown and one is leaving but I'm telling you, like, every single person I was involved with closely, like, my roommate and my friends that I hung out with that summer term, literally, we all, like, did, like, we were all going through a breakup, so I thought it was so funny, but, um, that also helped me, you know, having that support system and also people who were going through the same thing that I was going through and they understood and they weren't all like, oh, just get out of your feelings, like, why do you miss him, like, this and this and that, like, they understood, you know, so it, it felt, that also helps, like, because people don't understand when you're going through something, the last thing you want to hear is get over it, and I have come to realize that, but, um, you know, eventually there becomes a point where, you know, your people's, your support system will give you tough love. Understandable. That's only if you dragged out the situation long enough to frustrate everyone, including yourself. Um, but if this is fresh, if this is something new, you do not need to be yelled at. You just need to be, ca- you don't need to be coddled, but you need to be understood, listened to, and not, get, not everyone having their two cents and everything like that. I've come to learn that, um, just with my own situ- situations and relationships and family stuff. And I've come to learn, just listen to the person, just help them out. Is But if it's dragging on too long, cuss them the fuck out, because that's what I'll be doing with my cousin, honest to God. Um, but yeah, so over the summer, that was good. I needed that. And obviously, I was able to get over that relationship quicker because I met Mr. S, who was my ex. I call him my ex, but he wasn't really my ex, but he was my situationship, you know, my relationship without the title. And, ooh, now we're gonna get into the heartbreak part of it. Um, I will say that the breakup with my high school boyfriend, um, it hurt, but it stopped hurting after three months, I would say. And I could give two shits less about him. I probably talked about him finally when I was like, you know, telling you guys how we got back together. But he did some some fucked up shit um, in I, in 2019 and 2020 that I just can't I just can't believe that even happened because he was the one who broke up with me but I already talked about it in my YouTube video I'm not gonna talk about it again I said I wasn't going to but yeah I can give two shits less about him and um you know it was a high school breakup like my friend had this uh quote on Twitter which I think I should just bring it up now and I'm gonna keep bringing it up she was like people need to realize that not everything needs to be long term um some things are meant to be short term and just enjoy the experiences and take them um as they are I think that's what she said I'm sorry star if I got it incorrect but I think that's the gist of it and I I had to realize that this this past year that 
not everything in your life is meant to last. I've always heard that, you know, people come in and out of your life for a reason, for a lesson, for a curse or blessing. You know, some people, a lot of people are not meant to last in your life. So I think that's why I let the high school breakup just flow by me, (laughs) you know, but, um, yeah, I'll come back to that quote so that it make a little bit more sense later as to why I'm saying that now. But um, to continue back on with the heartbreak. Um, but my situationship, that shit gutted me like a bitch every single time I had to let go. It was it, it will always stay with me. Um, it's like that Beyonce song, uh, which I still haven't figured out if she's talking about this something like this or like this same situation. But best thing I never had describes this perfectly like every single time I had to let go of Mr. S it was like oh you're the best thing like I I, for some reason I can't even think of how the song goes um what oh honestly but it would be the best thing I never had whatever you know how it goes um but I think that's a powerful song and just like once you've healed thinking back on it it was like okay maybe you were like a good thing but it's probably a good thing that I did not have you you know what I'm saying um but yeah so I already explained like the timeline and everything with Mr. S so I'm not going to get into like details but I'm just gonna basically explain the situation and then explain to you guys like how dumb this is okay so when I finally left out of like my own accord like recently um because we had reconnected recently and I could do whatever the fuck I want I'm single don't get on me um that man was confused and angry and even though he doesn't admit this part I'm a psych major okay I kind of know my stuff and I know him most of all like I even if he's not saying that he's angry and upset the only thing that he told me is that he was confused so if even if he's not saying that he's angry and upset nobody knows if he's angry or upset and um i'm just thinking to myself you know why you he had broken my heart like so many times before and when i finally took back the power he feels betrayed like i just i got two words fuck that i'm done suffering so the whole thing was i don't know if i explained this in my youtube video but like yes i think i did lots of red flags please guys do not get into situationships i know you probably want nothing more than to keep that person in your life and in your heart and you want them so bad that it hurts but in the long run it just hurts both of you and it's it just hurts everyone okay so situationships are not meant to last one and two it's just a way of a guy staying in your life without putting a title on you and I told you guys in my youtube video I told you in previous episodes and I'm gonna tell you again any guy that knows what he wants will know within the first 30 seconds of meeting you. It's been confirmed by guys. I've seen it happen. I'm not going to take anything less than that. I don't care what anyone says. A guy will know if you are just a fuck to him, if he's going to marry you, or if he's going to, you know, want to date you. They know. So the problem with situationships is you're taking a word, a, 
a man's word at face value and believing him when he says, oh, you know, I just want to go with the flow. You know, I'm not really about like that dating scene right now. Wherever the fuck these fuck boys, these fuck niggas, these fuck men say when they want to keep you in their lives they're gaslighting you i'm sorry people hate that word but i'm I, I, that's what it is they're manipulating you into staying with them and to you thinking that there is possibly going to be a future and there's going to be no fucking future what i have learned from my little tiktok videos and my reading and my listening to my friends and my experiences is you know it's it's not fair I'm telling you, like, the talking stage doesn't exist, so forget that shit, but I was in this talking stage with somebody from literally July, or, yeah, June, and up until October when I finally decided, you know, hey, let's make this official, we're only fucking each other, we already agreed to, like, uh, well, we didn't agree at that point but we're only fucking each other or we weren't fucking or you know we're only talking to each other we're talking to each other every day what's the deal why aren't you making me your girlfriend like do you you know what's going on and like for that person not to put a claim on me not a claim but like a title on me like uh, um so what i've learned is the reason why guys do this is because they do not see you long term in their lives so they're afraid to put a title on you because they know or they think that you're only going to stay in their life for a short period of time. And mind you, that shit hurt when I found that out. Like, when I heard that. Because I stayed in this Negro's life for a year. I was in his life for a year. I wasn't fucking going nowhere. When I like someone, I like someone. Like, I'm not frivolous in the way that in if my crushes and how I like people it takes a lot for me to like someone and when I finally like someone I like them for a long time I've never had those fleeting emotions and this is no I'm lasting baby I don't believe in all of that and so basically that's the only way that's like the reason why a lot of us end up in these situationships that person I keep telling y'all does not know what they want but they just know that they don't want you out of their life but they also don't see you staying in their life long term this is just a way for you to stay in their life short term but you know so that they can just test the waters I want us to do better in 2021 the next person that says oh let's just go with the flow or i'm not ready to date cut them off if you feel like you are mentally physically and emotionally ready to date someone and you're talking to someone who's about to pull this bullshit on you please leave please because these situationships will last years i'm lucky to have gotten out of it when i got out of it and gotten over it when i got over it because the way that i felt about this guy i could have stayed for years y'all despite the way that things were going and despite the way he treated me sometimes I could have stayed for years and I'm gonna tell you why it's something called a fantasy bond you have this idea of someone when they are good or this idea of someone that isn't them and you fall in love with the idea of the person, not the actual person themselves. And we run into this problem, and this is how we get into trouble. 
you need to fall in love with the person standing right in front of you showing you who they truly are not the person they were when they were love bombing you because that happens to shoot situationships not the person they were when they first met you because that's no longer who they are you're falling in love with the person that you know after three months showed you their true colors so I'm situationships will last so long because the girl or the guy will not know how to let go and you just got to decide at what point am I done at what point am I done settling for less you know at what point do I decide I deserve more I deserve more we all deserve more these situationships are giving us the bare minimum of the bare minimum of the bare minimum human interaction and we're like vampires who haven't had blood in so long that is just holding on to it sucking the life out of this situation let that situation go i'm telling you as someone who wasted nearly a year and a couple months on this situation ship because they wanted so bad for it to work for it to you know eventually turn into a relationship someday no baby it doesn't work like that it's guys know what the fuck they want if he still hasn't made you his girlfriend after a month or two of talking or you know like whatever the hell might be the situation honey leave leave he's never ever going to make you his girlfriend and what i um, what i want to reiterate is if it took you leaving for him to get his shit together don't ever go back you shouldn't have to threaten for the person to do better if the person wanted to they would I, I hate that so much. So many women and men would threaten to leave the relationships and then all of a sudden, the person wants to get their shit together. No, that's not how this works. You either have your shit together in the beginning or not fucking at all. Don't go back to those people because they already showed you who they are. Like, it's amazing, astonishing to me. Never before seen. Like, I just... We really let these people like control our lives. Like it's insane. Okay, so I'm gonna explain what I was feeling throughout this whole thing and like how I'm feeling now because I just it's a blessing, y'all. It's a blessing. Okay, so um I didn't have that love bombing thing that they've been talking about is like a red sign at the beginning of a situation ship. But basically what that is is they're like giving you lots of affection calling you pets names and all of the things that you would be doing our relationships all at the beginning so that you can be distracted but basically what mr s was just doing was just basic stuff like i'm pretty sure he didn't even call me a pet name until october which is when i brought the conversation up because it had been x minus you know months and i wanted to be official but it wasn't until october that he was like baby and babe and all of that stuff um so i like he was nice which guys are in the beginning um we held hands we kissed i think we like fucked in the beginning but honest to god the reason why i'm so mad about this situation is because in the beginning i told him i was leaving ucf and i was coming back to my hometown because he lives in orlando and i was half expecting him to never talk to me again my whole problem well, I have two problems. My One of my problems with him is that the fact that, like, if you didn't want to do long distance, 
why did you keep talking to me? You're grown. Just tell me, hey, I don't think I can do this and just move about your day. I would have respected that a hell of a lot more because he was just throwing it in my face all the time. Oh, you know, if you lived closer, we would, or if you didn't visit your friends all the time, blah, 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 blah. When I tell you I was devoted, y'all can ask anybody that's close to me. When I tell you I went to Orlando every month religiously and tried to even go twice a month to make sure that I was happy and that man was happy and I did not have a girlfriend title. Yeah, the ghetto, the ghetto, so ghetto, so ghetto. Never again, never again, <laughs> again ever again um but yeah so um that was one of my problems with him um just if you knew that I was going to be living two hours away from you and you do you don't do long distance you should have told me you know it was fun this was like a summer thing whatever fuck off and I would have respected that because I didn't even like him that much in the beginning because like I told you I was still getting over a breakup and I don't do that whole if you want to get over someone get under another person thing like I fucked him because I found him attractive and I told y'all life is too short not to be fucking people that y'all find attractive I told y'all um yes I, I you know I wanted more experience like so I fucked him <laughs> like it had nothing else to it than I was sexually attracted to him and I wanted more experience i and he was nice I guess you know like but it wasn't like I liked him so I I was okay with it it wasn't until like October that I started liking him hence why I brought up the whole relationship stuff but from July to September I was just cooling I was doing my own damn thing I give two shits less and that's how you should stay um when you're in situations like that just don't give two shits because you never know what's gonna happen um but if you like that person you like the person you know unfortunately feelings are powerful and they overrule whatever sort of fucking logic you have in your mind um but yeah i told him and i told myself so many times i have no self-control when it comes to him i will say i cannot believe that i was this person with him but i would say one thing and literally turn around and do something else like i ah i hated myself so much it's like i had no kind of self-control when i was with him zero did not even know the word logic did not exist in my vocabulary okay i was so mad um but yeah okay so like like i said recently we reconnected or whatever and um we were just fucking around and like when i had okay so what happened was we stopped talking for five months due to like a problem that i'm not gonna get into and then like we reconnected and um you know obviously it didn't feel the same because when we had ended we were rebuilding our relationship like i wasn't particularly happy with him but i was ready or willing to rebuild our relationship just because i wanted him to stay in my life and i had really really liked him at that point and i wasn't ready to let go and so then i was forced to let go of him during those five months because obviously we're in two different cities i was super busy over the summer i had no time to even go see if this dude was alive or whatever you know the fuck um so I had to let him go. And those five months, I, fuck the five months. The, that first month was horrible. Horrible. You would think I've dated this guy for like five years and I found out he cheated on me with my best friend. It was none of that. I literally had been fucking with this guy 
for uh, almost a year at that point when we had stopped talking for five months and then like so like that first month I was depressed okay depressed to say the least I did not I barely ate I barely got out of bed I didn't even shower for two days at a time I was just sleeping and watching shows sleeping and watching shows crying like I cried so much I uh, it, it was a pain that I can't even I wish I don't have to I'm probably gonna go through this like two or three more times so I, I really don't want to go through that pain again but um that was some of the worst pain I have ever it worst than period pain ever experienced in my life like it actually felt like someone like pulled my heart out because funny thing is like before we stopped talking I told him like oh like I was falling in love with you I mean, I am falling in love with you when I told him. Um, we were, like, having sex one time. And I was going to reach Climax. And I almost let it slip. I was, I was like, at the Climax, all I heard in my head was, I love you. And I was like, Because ah, he, this is another thing. He was, like, weird about the word because of, like, shit that happened with his exes previously. And I was like, uh, but I'm going to say it so bad, you know, because, like, I'm feeling it. Like, I'm going to let him know. I didn't end up saying it. I just didn't say it when it happened at the climax point. But I was like, I love you. I was trying to joke about it, but it was so cringe. Um, but, yeah, so to go from that to not seeing or hearing this person for any amount of time when I talked to him every day and I saw him as often as I could I do not wish that pain on anybody that was not fun I thought I was gonna die I was so dramatic I thought I was gonna die without the kid bro I'm so dramatic I'm just laughing about it now because I truly am over it but Oh, yeah, somehow I was losing my shit. I was not okay. Um, and basically, yeah, so we reconnected um, later on um, after five months were up, like exactly five months, and that's only uh, due on to my account. And we basically, like, reconnected. Obviously, things weren't the same. It was, like, it felt different. And um, we were just, like, trying to, like, rebuild and stuff but mind you I got sexually assaulted while we weren't talking and to go back to the way he is sexually is authoritative and dominant and um we'll get more into this on when I do an episode on sexual assault but it just triggered me that's all I'm gonna say I'll talk about it like more um but yeah so like there was just a lot of things wrong like even when we would like have sex I would be like this doesn't like I'm being honest with myself like I I would think about it I was like this doesn't feel like the way it used to like it still feels good but it would when I tell you our sex was hard I'm getting TMI like my my our sex was like heart shattering the shit that you saw in power like it that uh that's the kind of stuff that would make you crazy if y'all underst- if y'all were in that room you would understand why i felt the way i felt when we stopped talking because that shit was hard shattering and that's all i'm gonna say on that um i'm not shy to talk about sex obviously but i just feel like some things should stay personal even though i'm a very open person 
Anyways, child, y'all DM me and I'll tell you separately, but I'm not about to put my business out on blast. But yeah, um, so like to go from that kind of sex to the sex that we were having when we reconnected. <laughs> Ooh, girl. I, yeah, it wasn't enough for me. Um, but yeah, so um, long story short, I come off again and... I kind of had to because it was just, I, I was sick of it. I have a very short patience due to love because of him, because he just fucked everything up and basically just made it very difficult to just be able to like and love somebody. So yeah, I just lost my patience with him, cut him off and I reconnected with him again and that this time around I was like yeah nah it's not the same I don't feel the same way I used to feel and I'm not even gonna force it and honestly I've been so damn busy lately that I don't even have time to do what I was doing when I reconnected with him last or what we were doing before we stopped talking child I'm so tired I I just don't have it in it in me to continue on with him i can honestly say that on january 14th 2021 the lady is officially done with mr s like i just i feel liberated you know like i don't i don't feel this like claim on me like we would be texting but we don't text every day we'll text like every once in a while or something like that and i'm like I used to want to text him every day. Like, it was an urge that I had to do. Like, recently? After we reconnected the last time? Girl, oh my god. I, I could care less. I barely texted him. I was like, oh. I love this feeling. I love the feeling that you get when you're finally over someone. Especially after what a hold they had on you. I was like, oh, yes, God. Yes. Won't you do it? Whatever. But yeah, situationships are not good for you guys at all. That was very toxic. Um, I wasn't happy a lot of the time, especially towards the end. I stressed myself out over a guy, which you should never do. I put himself before me and I have like this thing where I try not to do that because I am a people pleaser and if I let me have my own way, um, I would never be happy. So I've been doing this whole thing where I try not to put other people in front of me because honestly, fuck you. Because what are you doing for me? You don't pay my bills or nothing. So why why am I trying to please you? You know what I'm saying? Um, but one thing that I did want to touch on is a little bit of... Uh, dang, I'm losing my train of thought. The five stages of a, of a relationship. So I did a little bit of research on that. And I've come up with my own little five stages of a relationship. You know, just to give people like somewhat of a gui- guideline. And then talk a little bit more about like relationships. Even though I've only been one, in one. But I'm going off of other people's experience. TikTok, you know, everything else. Um, but yeah, so we have five stages, like I said. I'm going to name them and I'm going to go into further detail about them. So the first one is romance, a.k.a. the honeymoon stage. The second one is a power struggle. Third one is stability. Fourth is commitment. And five is bliss. So going back again, the first stage of a relationship is typically the romance stage, a.k.a. the honeymoon stage. 
So we're going to talk about this. This is where you're just getting to know each other and you just absolutely love everything about them. And this usually lasts for like a couple of months, you know, like up to three to five. Uh, uh, Yeah, three to five months the honeymoon stage lasts. I was saying it may last longer for other people, depending. But, you know, the average is typically three to five months. You know, you're just getting along. You always want to be with them. You always, like, if you guys are having sex, you always want to have sex with them. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And so now we're moving into after the four months. And this is where um, a lot of people say this is where true colors start to show. And this is also where the most couples lose. And they just give up on the relationship. And this is stage number two. This is the power struggle. So, you know, after like four to five months, true colors start to show and now the fighting begins if there is no good communication. This is, you know, who wears the, the pants in a relationship. This is deal breakers. Um, this is figuring out schedules and all of that. So now you're no longer making time for each other because, you know, I don't know, for some reason you don't um now you're fighting over stupid little things um now you're figuring out who this person is in a different season you're no longer in the honeymoon you're figuring out this person and um this is also the stage where you may need to figure out your deal breakers because at this point the person is no longer no longer this fantasized idea you have of them they're them 100% them after that four to five month part uh mark so if your deal breaker is if uh, depending on how old you are different deal breakers whatever but if your deal breaker is no matter how old you are and this is something you have your mindset on you want to have children and like i said if you're in that dating to marry thing and the person that you're dating currently does not have that same mentality or and or they don't want to have kids please leave um this stage isn't necessarily a bad stage if you guys get through the conflict in an adult and a mature way meaning you communicate you talk to each other you realize that these fights do not last your love for each other will your like for each other will your affection for each other will um but yeah discuss the deal breakers early on so that you're not in stage number five trying to figure this out and then you mess up your whole groove you know what i'm saying um it'll make sense as to why i said that but um i but yeah so (laughs) yeah this is just the figuring each other out truly you know okay so the third stage is stability um this is where boredom sits um, because of the peace and stability in your relationship. So it's after Rocky Raves, you guys are just chilling and enjoying each other. You're okay with your partner being different with being different from you. And this is also where you need to grow with your partner to avoid that boredom. So new experiences, new dates, doing new things with each other because the stability stage is where a lot of relationships sit for a majority of time they, they sit in the the stability period it's okay you got over the honeymoon okay you got over the power struggle but now you're sitting in this period of time where you're basically like an old married couple you're stable and um this is also another stage where a lot of couples sort of you know at least the cheating and people leave because you're bored <laughs> you've been with this person i would say now 
six to 10 or six to 12 months, almost a year that, that this ability is happening. And like, you're like, oh, okay, well, we do the same thing. Like, what's new, you know? So I would suggest, you know, date night, maybe every Friday, go out somewhere new or get your girl some flowers and, you know, do something different so that you don't end up like an old married couple. And I'm not saying that anything that the other person does um, inflicts this, but cheating, you know, so that cheating doesn't end up happening. Um, Make sure you pay attention to your partner, even if you currently do. But um, make sure that if you are in that stage, you're still communicating to avoid going back to power struggle. So the fourth stage is going to be commitment. And um, this is also, again, acknowledging that your partner has shortcomings. This is about choosing your partner consciously. To quote the website that I did my research on for this. I'm going to say that again. This is about choosing your partner consciously. Um, It's about you making the actual effort to be like, okay, we've been through all of this. We've been through all those stages. I honestly can say that I want to stay with you and I can see myself being with you. That's what this stage is all about. This this stage um, doesn't necessarily mean that you're um, ready to get married, but this is where this stage is or could be where you are ready to get married commitment doesn't necessarily mean marriage but this could be the stage where you are ready to get married if that makes sense um this is you have to make sure you don't sacrifice your personal goals or that will lead to resentment in this stage um make sure you're still doing whatever you need to do and you guys are still being two individuals like i said i don't know if i said this in the truth behind dating but um what i hate the most now that I'm grown is the whole two halves become a whole. You are a whole on your own. You do not need another person to complete you. I think that it is a beautiful sentiment, but it can be misconstrued. And I would just prefer if they just added a little fine print, but you are fine on your own. You are a whole on your own. You will, I would prefer if they said it's a, a whole with another whole coming together to make this beautiful bond not saying two halves make a whole into the wish of one person because then it opens doors into girls and guys thinking okay maybe i need this person to be complete babes you don't need anyone to be complete you need to be complete on your own but you don't need anyone else to complete you that makes sense i just hate that sentiment i just need to clip that up absolutely not we're not doing that um okay and then the fifth stage is um bliss but this is not to be confused with the romance stage this is the stage where you're getting married you're starting a business together you're adopting a pet together you're having children after weathering all the storms that you guys went through you're comfortable you have that romance you have that stability you have that commitment you got over your power struggle this is the stage where everything is coming along and so i should say that um the way that i just described these stages is that they are a circular process not linear Meaning you don't just hit one stage and then you never do that stage again. You continuously hit these stages and learn new lessons in your relationship along the way. So 
people what most people don't realize is just because you had the honeymoon phase the first three months of a relationship does not mean you will never feel like that again you will feel like that again later down the line this whole stages of relationship this is a circular process you know you will go through these stages time and time and again the stages that you need to be careful for especially is the power struggle and the stability because those are the deal breakers those are the boredom that's that's the you know the heat and the fire the fire to the crystal these are the stages that test people and test your relationship and these are stages that people go through the most and last the longest so what I've seen is good communication, learning your partner's love language, um, compromising, but not sacrificing your personal goals. I want to, you know, emphasize. I want to clearly point out that while compromise is a good thing, do not sacrifice, you know, what you want to do and what your personal goals are for anyone. So let's say the compromise is as simple as you don't like taking out trash, but your your partner, you know, doesn't want to do the trash all the time. That's that's nothing. That has nothing to do with your morals. What I mean by compromising, I mean if you don't want to fucking have kids and you mean that shit, don't compromise with somebody and then end up regretting it later. Compromise on little things like taking out the trash, where you're going to eat when you guys go on dates, having phones out and stuff like that, but not moral and ethical and ideal stuff like that should be compromised on. I mean, compromising the stuff that's causing those little ugly fights that could be solved in 2.5 seconds. I am not a relationship coach. I'm just giving some opinions that I've learned. Um, I have not been lucky in love but that's okay I'm in a place in my life where I enjoy being single I love being single I probably won't want a relationship for a while and part of that is the trauma from my situationship which I'm going to start going to therapy for because bad bitches go to therapy period um but yeah um another thing that I need to point out is we're moving past the five stages now fuck the five stages um you before you get involved with somebody I want you guys to be mentally and emotionally ready to get into some getting to something with someone this is another reason why situationships happen is because one or both people are not ready to commit to another person or have no business committing to another person you just gotta have a rough breakup okay cool go to trauma go to therapy go pray go figure something out go fix yourself go find yourself go travel before you get involved with me because what you're not gonna do is come and disturb my peace and have me out of whack and out of balance because you don't have yourself together so you guys make sure that you work on yourself before you touch because you are touch another person's life do not be selfish do not be greedy i don't care how much you want this person tell them to wait if they want to wait they'll wait fix yourself before you get involved with someone that is the biggest advice i can give because it's true if you are healthy your relationship will be healthy if you're unhealthy and traumatized your relationship will be traumatizing and unhealthy so that's all I want to leave you guys with. That's just my take on situationships. They're stupid. There's so many red flags. I know they look like six flags, but please get out of that situation. You don't want to stay in it. You will be in it for years. So if you recognize that you're in a situationship, 
get out of it as quickly as possible in terms of relationships they can be the most beautiful thing ever or the most stressful thing ever it really all depends on you and how much work you're willing to put into your relationship and i will say that a relationship should not be work that is my personal opinion I also believe that you cannot be friends with someone that you've had sex with and that if you're still in love with them or, you know, I just don't believe in that shit. I believe if you're going through a breakup, leave that person alone, walk away and give yourself some time to figure out who you are without that person, depending on how long you've been with that person. Um... You know, because it's it's just tiresome for everyone if you just keep the access that some some of y'all let y'all act, your exes have to you. No, absolutely not. If you plan to be involved with someone later down the line, stop immediately. Don't talk to your ex. They're an ex for a reason. Let it go. Like I'm bringing up the quote that my friend said again. Not everything is supposed to be long term. If they ended, it's because the universe or God or whatever ordained or dictated into your life that they're not supposed to last long. So staying friends with your ex is not helping that situation. Let them go. Short term, baby. But I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Heartbreak? Heartbreak? it sucks learning how to be single again it sucks having to find a new person to fuck sucks having to deal with that pain and unsolved fear sucks trust me i know all about it but eventually you live with the pain you know you become a painstakingly beautiful person inside and out you learn who you are without this person there'll be another person to fuck and sooner or later if it's ordained and written in the stars for you you will find the one or at least that's the hope that i have for everyone so if i leave you guys with one thing it's please don't get into situationships um relationships can be beautiful um do please come back to this episode anytime you are feeling a little bit down and need to just reiterate the five stages of relationships remember that i said that this is a circular process not linear you are going to go in and out of these stages constantly for however long your relationship lasts i'm wishing blessings and everyone um especially on their relationships because you know relationships don't be lasting these days so if you have a long lasting relationship i'm so happy for you and i wish that for everyone you know that if it's written in the stars for you that you get that relationship and yeah so <laughs> that's the end of the episode guys um stay tuned i try not to get emotional um try not to say too many things at once trying to keep it condensed but um yeah guys that was it for today's episode so stay tuned for the next one